Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. I am your host, Alicia Carlson, and I am so excited that you are here. We are going to be diving into a two-part series today. Today is part one. Next week, come back for part two, and we're going to be talking all about how you can find your sweet spot with exercise, nutrition, and really these principles apply to any and every area of your life. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. Now, a little bit of a backstory about me is I am a naturally driven person. I tend to believe that if a little bit of a good thing is good, then more is most certainly better. This is kind of how I operate, or really this is how I used to operate in pretty much every single area of my life including, as you probably guessed it, exercise and nutrition. I thought that if burning a few hundred calories was a good thing that would supposedly help me reach my goals on a predicted path, then burning even more calories would simply speed up the process, right? Like how many of you have been there where it's like, okay, I'm doing the things, I'm getting a little bit of results, so if I just kick it up a notch, I'm going to fast track those results, Here's the reality, though, is that it doesn't really work like that, and you've probably found that out for yourself, too. There honestly comes this point of diminishing returns where it's like, I really just can't do more, right? Or my body has stopped responding to the more. And then we kind of start to freak out because we think, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can actually do more, but I think I have to do more in order to get the results. And it kind of puts us on that hamster wheel, right? In fact, I've actually learned over the past few years that less is better, even if it is cliched and not really what we want to hear. Honestly, I think that we subconsciously think if it feels easy, if it feels doable, then likely we're not doing enough. We're not working hard enough or worse yet, we just don't want our results bad enough. It's kind of that same hustler mindset I feel like I see so much in business, right? It's like, well, if you're not working hard enough, if you're not, you know, up 14 hours a day, like working and grinding and putting your nose down and just doing work day in and day out, that you don't want it bad enough. But I'm here to tell you that that is a lie, that that is, there's really not a whole lot of science backing that up especially in the health and wellness area, and they're finding out even more how important it is to kind of slow it down to maybe take that less is more approach, right? We hear words all the time like extreme obsession, insanity, torch fat, burn those calories. We think about beast mode or hustle. All of that messaging kind of contributes to that idea that doing more is really the only way that you're going to get results. And like I said, there is no doubt that I have fallen into that same exact trap. In fact, I used to wear discipline, much like busy, as a badge of honor. Sadly, it is that very messaging that is still being touted as really kind of the only way to get results. As always, my goal is to empower you to make the impact in your life that you were created to make. And I know that in order to run your race well and to finish strong, we have to be fit spiritually, mentally, and physically. But with that being said, I feel like fit looks a variety of ways. In fact, it's not even a look, but really it's more of a feeling. Sure, there are going to be some underlying behaviors that are going to contribute to feeling those things. There is no cookie cutter formula. And remember, you ultimately know best what you need and how to get yourself to that fit, strong place inside and out. This episode is simply meant to give you more information about why people often get stuck or burned out or they struggle to reach their fitness goals, even if they feel like they are kicking their own butts day in and day out. This is for the woman that believes that pushing herself to the limit 
is what she has to do if she wants to see the results. And that anything less is kind of a waste of time, like a why even bother? This often leads to that do nothing at all and then you feel crappy about it. You kind of start to beat yourself up over it, right? Some personal struggles that I have felt in this arena is I figured that if I wasn't getting results, I just needed to do more. I needed to maybe run a little bit longer. I needed to work out more or work out more intensely. Needed to watch my diet just a little bit more. Maybe I wasn't tracking as well as I thought. All of this just kind of added to stress, right? It was like, oh my gosh, I need to stress out more. I'm not worried about it enough. It's so easy to fall into that trap of feeling like you're never doing enough when you're going after certain goals, especially it seems like when those goals are related to fat loss, to weight loss. When we get so focused on that outcome, it can be really easy to lose sight of the journey, to lose sight of the process. The problem, though, is that when we start to focus so much on that outcome, not only do we add stress and we kind of put additional pressure on ourselves, but we don't even enjoy the journey. And usually by the time we get to that goal, we've already set another goal for ourselves. Perhaps you have struggled with those same thoughts or those same feelings as me. Maybe you started to see some some results and you thought, well, if this little bit is working, if I'm making progress with just a little bit, maybe I'll just try a little bit more. I'll just do a little bit more. Won't that speed up the process? However, instead of speeding up the results, you may actually be experiencing something a little bit more like feeling too sore to keep working out. That might give you the illusion that you're actually working harder than you are. And what we see with that, and this is kind of my beef with some of the tracking, is that if we perceive that we're working harder than we are, we unintentionally and subconsciously tend to eat a little bit more, right? We we lose that sense of mindfulness and that sense of like listening to our body and we think, man, I've earned it. I worked, you know, I burned off so many calories, right? This could also trigger hormonal issues. This could end up making you even more hungry, which makes it difficult for you to stop eating. The big light bulb moment for me came a couple years ago. And if you want to go back to the very first episode of this podcast to listen, you can hear my story about how I essentially realized that my quote unquote healthy lifestyle was still me just living a diet. I had that moment standing in the kitchen, getting my pictures taken again, you know, trying to lose It seemed like the same five to 10 pounds that I had been losing and regaining over the past couple of years. And I just had this thought, what if there was another way to do it? What if there was a way that allowed me to reach my goals without actually doing more? Because here's the deal. At The Stronger Way, I'm all about efficiency and effectiveness. I don't believe that we necessarily have to sacrifice one or the other, that we have to sacrifice being fit or being strong and having the time and the energy to run our businesses, I think we just might need to take a little bit of a different approach and have a little bit of a different mindset. I'm also such a firm believer that if something really isn't working for you, then let's take a look at making some changes. Let's make some small tweaks. We don't need to go all out to be obsessive or extreme. We already know that that doesn't work, right? So why don't we try that opposite approach? Why don't we try just taking little things, making little micro changes. So here's the plan. If we know that doing more isn't necessarily sustainable, right? Like maybe we just don't have more time. We don't have more money for more supplements or trainers or whatever. Uh, We don't have more energy. We need to look at, okay, how can we work with what we have? So even if you find yourself loving working out or exercising, you only have so many hours in the day. 
And you have to kind of ask yourself, what are some of the other things that you would want to get done? We all have competing priorities, and something is essentially going to have to give if you're going to dedicate more time to exercise, right? So that that kind of is that idea of balance. It's not that necessarily everything is getting an even amount of your time or your energy or your resources, but it's looking at in any given moment or any given season of life and asking yourself, what is the goal? Like, what are you wanting to feel? What are you wanting to accomplish? And where are you going to kind of have to shift around some of those resources in order to make that happen? And see, for me, I got to the place where I realized I was spending way too much time and energy thinking about food, thinking about my body, thinking about my weight, thinking about calories and, and macros and all of that, that I knew that if I wanted to accomplish some of the other things in my life that were outside of my body, which is really going to fade anyway with time and with age, that I needed to pull back some of that energy and that attention that I was giving to this particular area of my life so that I could start to invest it into some of these other areas. So that's a question for you to ask yourself. You might be tempted to think that you need to do more, but realistically, can you do more without sacrificing in some other areas that are also important to you? So think about this. If you're working or, or you're going to school or both, do you really have time to add more exercise in or more obsession with food or your body? Maybe you want to be spending more time with your husband or your children, right? Maybe you have family members that you're caring for. Doing housework, running errands, keeping things running smoothly just in your home. These are all things that are going to compete with that idea that you need to do more in the sense of your diet or your nutrition. Maybe you want to volunteer a little bit more or be involved with some different organizations. Maybe you have other hobbies or leisure activities that you want to be involved in, but you find that you're spending way too much time thinking about food, thinking about your body, thinking about exercise. All of these things are going to be, you know, some of those competing priorities. So you really have to take a look at, especially, um, you know, with different times of the year. I know in summertime, it seems like we're all thinking so much more about, you know, having a certain body looking a certain way. And we think, man, I got to tighten up. I got to be a little bit stricter. I got to do a little bit more. But what other area of your life are you going to take that from? What other area of your life do you want to sacrifice, right? By constantly trying to increase the amount of time we spend in the gym, you might find that you're going to hit a point where you begin neglecting other parts of your life. And, and that was me. That's That was kind of the place that I hit. It was like I realized that I was just spending way too much of my mental energy, way, you know, way too much time kind of weighing food and measuring it out that I was you know, giving up some other things that were really important based on my core values or the vision that I have for my life. This means that maybe the quality of your work starts to suffer. Maybe you start skipping some social activities, um, things that you really used to look forward to so that you could either work out a little bit more or you're just too afraid to go and be around food that you don't trust yourself around. Uh, maybe you, d you don't find that you're spending as much time with people that you love and you care about. And when you do, maybe you're not so present because you're kind of always thinking about, you know, the calorie, the weight. Um, the food or any of these other things, right, that seem so healthy, but when it starts to bleed into these other areas of our life, then it's not healthy. But unfortunately, that's kind of the messaging that we get, right, is we have to be all in, we have to be obsessed, we have to be extreme. In most cases, we already probably don't feel like we have enough time, right? We don't have any time to give up. We feel like adding that extra pressure or guilt or shame it really only ends up making things worse, right? So when you are essentially shooting on yourself, thinking that you need to 
do more. You need to be a little bit stricter. You need to, you know, cut out a little bit more. That just compounds that feeling that you're not doing enough. Because for most of us, we already kind of deal with that, especially if you are like me, Enneagram 3, kind of that type A personality, you like to get stuff done, you like to check the things off the to-do list, you probably already kind of wrestle with that feeling of not doing enough. And when we set these uh, these bars so high, it just kind of compounds that feeling that we're not ever going to reach the goal. We're not ever going to reach the mark. There was a long time that I put my life on hold. Uh, I, I basically ground myself away working towards fat loss goals or weight loss goals. And I mean, it was kind of to the point where my only hobbies were going to the gym was, you know, food prep, um, was thinking about food, was thinking about my next workout, was thinking about my body. And when I reflect back, it is such a selfish season of my life. And I know that there are so many people out there that argue, um, especially for women, especially for moms, um, you know, that it's okay to be selfish or we need to be selfish. And I would definitely say that we need to have some boundaries around when we're going to take a little bit of time for ourselves to recharge our batteries. But this definitely crossed the line. Like there was some massive idolatry happening with my body, with weight, um, with food, with exercise. And I really found a lot of my identity, a lot of my value, a lot of my worth and what I looked like. And it got to the place where it was not healthy. It was not good. And so regardless of if you're as extreme as I was or not, I want to invite you to just take a little bit of a look, like an honest objective look at how much time you're spending thinking about food, thinking about your body, thinking about exercise or what you look like and get curious, you know, is that ultimately serving you and fueling the life that you want to live? Or do you feel like it is a hindrance and maybe there's a little bit of idolatry playing out there for you too? It's, it's crazy. I mean, even despite the amount of exercise or the amount that I was thinking about and focusing on food, I hit this place where it was like the results kind of stalled and it felt like I just had to be more intense. I just had to do more. But then it got to that place where this thing that I used to love so much exercise, I didn't want to do at all. I didn't, I got to this place where I was just kind of like, screw it. I'm not going to think about anything food wise. I'm not going to think about exercise at all. But that was also from kind of an unhealthy place, right? It was from being burned out, from being overwhelmed and basically from just kind of giving up, giving in. So I think it's just important to kind of hear, you know, these different phases, I guess, if you will. And just, you know, ultimately my heart is to help you kind of avoid hitting that place where you're overwhelmed, where you're burned out. You know, I want you to find really that sweet spot. You know, what's the right amount of exercise for you? What's the right amount of, you know, being mindful and thinking about your food in a, in a way that is still healthy and allows you to show up in the other areas of your life. I want you to ask yourself, you know, are you sacrificing in any aspect of your life in order to exercise or to diet or to, you know, be healthy? Having a healthy lifestyle is going to require a little bit of sacrifice, right? It's going to be choosing between this thing or that thing. But there is this place where we can focus a little bit too much and we start to sacrifice things that are maybe a little bit more important to us, like family dinner time or, um, 
you know, just even sitting down and eating the same thing as the rest of your family, like there's something to be said about that. And you have to kind of question, like, what are the subconscious messages that I might be sending um, to my kids, to my daughter, if you have a daughter or to your son about what a female's body should look like, right? And then I want you to ask yourself, do you feel like you could keep doing what you're doing now forever? And the reality is, I mean, statistically speaking, even No, the answer is a resounding no. People can stick with a diet for a certain period of time or they can stick with a certain workout program for a certain period of time, but then, you know, inevitably fall off the wagon and oftentimes, unfortunately, end up gaining even more weight than they lost, which the sad thing is, is that at that point, they would have been better just not doing it at all um, if you're just looking at weight. So it's kind of taking it back a little bit in this sense of intensity and thinking about, okay, is this sustainable? Is this truly fulfilling every area of my life? You know, what might need to change in order to really make this more of a lifestyle instead of a diet sort of masked as a healthy lifestyle? So as tempting as it can be to think about doing more or adding more exercise or more restriction around food, I want to invite you to think about all the things that we talked about today. And I want you to take an honest look at your lifestyle right now. Is it actually feasible for you to do more in this season? Or do you have other things that are ultimately competing for your time, for your energy, for your money, for all of those different things? Because the reality is, is that If we are not healthy and we are not fit and we are not strong in all areas of our life, then we're probably not as healthy or as fit as we actually want to be. So again, before you think about adding more in, check with your wallet, check with your schedule, check with your family and your spouse. And honestly, it might just be about doing a little bit less, taking some of that stress, some of that pressure off of yourself. And just being a little bit more intentional, a little bit more mindful about how it is that you're moving your body or what it is that you're eating and why you're doing those things. Because at the end of the day, I truly believe that your why is so much bigger than having that beach body, whatever that is, or having that bikini ready body or, you know, losing those last five to 10 pounds. I believe that your why is probably so much deeper, so much bigger. So remind yourself to connect with that check in with your resources before you commit to taking that next extreme, insane, or obsessive commitment to your workouts. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Again, this is just part one. We'll be getting into part two next week, which is going to be a little bit more about helping you identify what your sweet spot actually looks like when it comes to your workout regimen and routine and how you can start to create something that really fits seamlessly into the rest of your life. I hope that you enjoyed this show. Thank you for spending your time with me. And again, if you want to learn a little bit more about me, the stronger way and my approach to health and fitness, I want you to check out aliciacarlson.com. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you next week.